You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. So talk to me about that stair step of growth for agency owners that are listening here. I think a lot of them are sort of stuck at individual levels. Like it's always, I don't know who said it, but it's every time you 3X, you basically everything breaks, if not in and around that point. So zero to 100,000 to 300,000 to a million, it just goes on from there. Yep. One of the things that I think a lot of agency owners really struggle with is that CX component, is that customer satisfaction component. And where do you double down on that in that evolution of growth, which is a challenge because this is a service-based business and going back to Gossam's original premise, which is obviously not accurate based upon your success and the success of the Baines of the world, and the McKinsey's of the world, is that service businesses can't scale because you always have that CX component. So talk to me about like each individual step, like where your challenges were. If you can remember that far back, it was CX always a component of it, or did you weight it more in one stage of growth versus another? And how did you skate through that? I would say we, you always need to do good work. People ask, like, why has Hawk been so successful? It's because, frankly, 99% of marketers have no idea what they're doing. And so it's not hard to compete with a bunch of charlatans when people come in and work with us. They're like, oh, wow, you actually deliver what you say you're going to. The fact that that's a novel idea is crazy. When I talk to a lot of the new agency owners, a lot of times they don't actually know anything about marketing. There's no barrier to entry to start an agency. They see a Ty Lopez video and they go, oh, I can start one too. And then they see, we talked about this before getting on, but like someone driving a Lamborghini and talking about their agency and it's, oh, that could be me. It's like, whoa, whoa, you forgot the key ingredient here. You need to actually know what you're doing in marketing. That's important. I know that there's no barrier. It's crazy to me that you need a license to cut hair or actually deliver milk in the U.S., but you don't need a license to manage half a billion dollars in marketing budget. It's absurd to me, but here we are. That has been one of the biggest challenges. And that's where I see a lot of agencies struggle. That's number one. It's like you're churning through clients because you're not doing good work and you can only keep up so fast. At some point you hit, so you can only bring in so much business and you're losing it all the back door and you hit this equilibrium where you can't grow the business, but your sales can't keep up with your churn. And that is a rough business to run. And that's why you see a lot of burnout in agency owners. You see a lot of plateaus. Like that's number one, if you're not able to keep your business. Now, that being said, we deal with churn too, because we also work with small and medium businesses that they by nature are all over the place. And so regardless of how well we're doing, a lot of times small and medium businesses are shifting. So if that's, let's assume you're doing good work and that's table stakes, the next piece is having that sales funnel to replace that business and to keep growing. And I'd say that's an important piece that I know we've really nailed in terms of like we've been able to grow a lot because we're able to drink our own punch. Turns out we know how to do marketing. So we market ourselves and it works. And then the last piece of that, that I think people miss is the margins. A lot of people don't understand the importance of having decent margins on your agency so that you can reinvest in marketing sales, so that you can invest in the future, so that you can invest in growth and hire people and have some bandwidth. Because a lot of people don't think about that ahead of time and they end up a slave to their own business because they're paying their people way too much. Like we saw it in the great resignation. We refused to pay these rates that we were getting competitors paying because we knew it didn't pencil for the business. We're like, hey, if, I get it. If you're going to make three times as much money in another company, go hope it, hope it lasts six months and you've got a year and a half of pay. Like, I get it. Leave. But we're not going to match that. We have our M&A side. We look at hundreds of agencies' books throughout the year, if not thousands. And there are a lot that ended up giving these raises and promotions and paying people too much. Now 
they can't run a profitable agency because there's no way that they can charge clients enough to then build that person out enough to actually make any money. And so margins, marketing, and client retention, I'd say, are the three. Now, client retention, again, servicing them well and communicating them with them well are the two biggest things. Communication, I think, actually trumps actually doing good marketing. If you're good at communicating and aligning and talking to your clients, you'll keep them long. And we've seen this in the data constantly. If we're good at communicating and talking to our clients, they're going to stay a lot longer regardless of performance. And so that's key there. And then if you cover those three things, I think you're actually going to be doing all right. You know, this is maybe the most important thing that's ever been said on perpetual traffic. Hey, so if you're listening to this and you're an agency owner, honestly, if you're a business owner, stop the car, pull over, write this down. Communication is more important than good marketing. Communication is more important than the deliverable. And I've seen this too. My biggest fail point in early stage at Google Ads, we were phenomenal. We crushed life. But we spent so much time, we're deep, dark, cave-dwelling, nocturnal, over-caffeinated engineers that like to work at night. And so we're sitting there really doing the work, but not telling the client we were doing the work. And the client was always pissy with us. And then we got really good at communication, and they preferred that to the good work. I could yep. do C-minus work and good communication, and they'd rather have that than A-plus work and B-minus communication. It's so critical. Build that into the fabric and ethos of your business. And it's important to understand is human nature. We use logic to justify emotions. If I feel good about you, I'm going to find a reason why I want to keep working with you. If I don't feel good about you, I'm going to find a reason why I shouldn't be working with you. And so making sure you, like the communication side plays to that emotion. Why are people hiring you? Because they don't want to manage this. It's a bandwidth or expertise thing. They either need bandwidth because they don't have enough time to manage all their marketing even if they're an expert or they need expertise because they're not an expert. So one way or another, you need to satiate that desire to be like, I need help. And so they need to feel like you're that one, that you're better at doing this than they are. You have taken this off their plate and you are the expert and you are helping them save time. And if you don't fulfill that, they're out and they're going to find a reason to be out. Dude, that's another writer downer. Agencies are bandwidth or expertise. That's it. Or actually, we always talk about bandwidth, expertise, or a punching bag. Some people just want to hire someone to yell at. And that's a little bit of expertise, though. I need you to know how to take a punch. Yeah, touche. That's I always so find funny. that it's even if you're not getting the success, it's having the enthusiasm and the ideas to say, all right, we tried, this didn't work, but here's what we're going to do next because mm -hmm. we actually care. And it's like the thing that ends up being the, the real linchpin for retention is that these guys just give a shit. Like they, yep, they actually yeah. care yeah. about what it is that I'm doing here. If you can infuse that in your smaller agency, that's one of the keys to success is, is what I'm hearing. How do you yep. do that, Eric? What specific systems do you have in place to process size communication? Is there something like that at Hawk or is it just, I hire smart people that know how to do this? No, we have a ton of process to it. And we have a whole AI system that monitors our client communications and flags when we flag correlations between when we lose clients and what the communication was like. And so that we can actually say, for example, we thought apologies would be a bad sign. If we're saying, I'm sorry, in our communication, well, shit, we screwed up. And so we monitored all these apologies that were going out, and then we monitored how the clients retained, and we found actually apologizing did the opposite. When we take ownership and apologize, clients were like, oh, you actually took ownership, and we can trust you because you actually owned it. That actually had a positive effect on the relationship, even though we were apologizing because we made a mistake or something happened. The fact that we just apologized actually retained clients better, even though we thought it'd have the opposite effect, which meant, so we're apologizing. We did something wrong. We're going to lose a client. It was the opposite. So it's things like that we actually monitor using AI now that it allows us to actually see what is causing us to lose clients. Is and that AI monitoring, is that your tech, or is that something we can go buy? 
I don't know if it's public yet. I can't share it yet, but it's a friend of my co-founders that we installed. And it's pretty cool tech. It's not being used much in the agency world, but if I can, I'll follow up with that. Dude, we'll pimp it out all to death because yeah. I'd be the very first public customer. That sounds amazing. It's not even sentiment analysis because it's not giving us a dashboard of here's all the sentiment of your clients. It's literally like these things were said, heads up, or and we set up all the triggers. So like we haven't responded to a client in 24 hours is a trigger, which we know is kryptonite. If we're not responsive, yeah. game over. And so now we have a trigger to let us know if an email is this, et cetera, that it then pings the person goes, hey, heads up, this person hasn't been responded to. You need to get on top of it. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.